Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 157, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. My special guest, Mike Simonson from Altos Research. Mike, welcome. Hi. Nice to see you, Mark. Hey, great to see you and always great to hang out with great minds like yourself. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about Altos and, and how it came about. Uh, sure. So Altos Research is, we track the housing market. We track every home for sale in the country, all the pricing, all the supply and demand, all the changes. And we bubble up those analytics for uh, people who care about such things. So, you know, we work with thousands and thousands of realtors and brokers around the country uh, to get data into the hands of their buyers and sellers. Um, we also work with big institutions. So, um, a lot of the big uh, technology providers in the space and big investors and lenders and people who have exposure to the real estate market who need to understand what's happening right now in the market, you know, where traditional, the traditional headline data that right. uh, solds is like last month or the month before. It's really lagging um, before it gets into your hands. And so, uh, so that's what we do. Yeah, the company, for, data uh, for data geeks, they love it. And, and for, 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 you know, I'm, I'm sure it's expanded beyond that. But how did it start and what prompted you to want to solve to solve the problem that you solve? So I, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an original data geek. I've, I've done data software my whole life. Um, and actually, um, almost 20 years ago now, I bought uh a little old piece of junk silicon valley house with a giant mortgage um and uh and at the time uh this was you know 2001 when we bought that house um you know i'm 30 years old and i've got this massive mortgage and and it was uh, in silicon valley the nasdaq bubble like it was was massive and and uh when that broke home prices in silicon valley were tanking um and i needed to know what was going on with my mortgage and uh, i happened to start being able to like look at the listings and build models and and i actually built it like the the, the fundamental analysis for my own needs as a homeowner as a buyer and homeowner um and uh, and then we just did it. I just did it personally for a bunch of years. But in about 2005 or so, we really realized we had better insight than we could get anywhere, anywhere in the world. And we decided to commercialize it. So it was born out of your own need to kind of to find out the value of your own home and what's going on in your marketplace. And yeah, ended and you grew and you probably started sharing it with friends and they thought, oh, this is cool. That's exactly right. And it's, um, you know, what's interesting is that it's, it's my need, not just about like, you know, is my mortgage underwater, which is a pretty compelling thing when you, know, when you ask me you need to ask that question. But also, you know, I always had questions when as a buyer, you know, we'd have a, like, a, you know, we'd have, it was, at the time you would have to have like the printouts of the listings that you go and, and you know, the, your agent would go and like, and, and so they would say, okay, we're gonna go look at these four houses today. Um, and you know, my questions I would have are like, are there, is that a lot? Do I need to act quickly? What if I lowball this one? And, 
you know, what I, what I learned was, you know, really a really good agent knows these answers in their bones. It could communicate it very well. Um, but, um, but most of us need to be able to like use the data and go, Oh, look, yes, we're going to look at these four today. And that's all there is, right? That that's a different message from, we're going to go look at these four and you know, there's 50. Um, and so that kind of insight is that what the data shows Right. Um, that that like was really useful to me, and what I ended up turning into the the product that that other people could use too. Yeah. Well, before I want to get into the current market and conditions, and everyone wants to hear about that. But as an entrepreneur, I'd like to explore a little bit further about you know as a successful entrepreneur building a business from scratch and now very very successful. I mean, have you have you ever like wanted to quit? <laughs> um, Yes, it's been a you know a long journey. You know the company's fifteen years old now, and and we've gone through um, all kinds of ups and downs uh, as as one does. I um, you know in fact have uh, I'm in the process of writing a book on some of that journey. I've done some work on um, uh, I call it hacking happiness, um, and it's it's uh, it's how we can be uh, purposeful with our internal uh, biochemistry. Our, our neurotransmitters to create the conditions for success. I, I went through a period of, uh, you know, like not interested, unmotivated, and, and I had to do some real internal work to uh, really revive that, that joy, the joy in what I do. Um, and, and so it's been a really amazing process in the last four or five years. Um, and uh, so we're here now. <laughs> when does the book come out? Hopefully, the you know in in about uh, you know within the year. We're okay. working on it. Got a lot of work to do. So ha happiness hack. So you know what I like about the transparency is so many people look at people like yourself, successful CEOs and founders of companies, and say, "Gosh, it's so easy," and they're so successful. But you actually went through a journey. Yeah, and and you know I I often will actually do a. Uh, like a keynote talk and I've done it with a bunch of realtors and a bunch of uh, real estate organizations. And, you know, we are, we're in a high performance uh, industry. Uh, we are very driven on, you know, sales and got to build your plan and you got to work to the plan and you got to hit the goals. And, and those are all uh, productivity, you know, that they're, and the reasons we talk about those things. Um, however, the, one of the observations that I found was that, um, in a internal biology way, setting those goals and working the plan is a function of a chemical called dopamine. We, we set a goal, we hit it, and it feels good. Um, it, we, we have a tendency, if we focus too much on the numbers and that process, we have a tendency to neglect some of the other elements of our, our joy that lead to really the, the, the impactful success. So these are our serotonin and our oxytocin. These are uh, elements of, uh, you know, we do this work because we like to help people. We love, you know, I know realtors who, you know, love to put people into their forever home. And that is a very different source of satisfaction than hitting the numbers. Right. And so, uh, so my work is about how, how do we balance? How do we bring all of those things together? Um, and it was something that I had to rediscover for myself. And so I noticed a lot of realtors, you know, a lot of agents are 
uh, get into a hollow and, you know, really successful, but kind of miserable. And so that, that mix is something that, that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helping people learn how to, to achieve. Yeah. Well, that's, right. I can't wait to, to, uh, see the book and, and learn from it. it. It's so important in this business. Um, you've hit another problem that has to be solved in the industry. Yeah, it, it really is. And, um, and so I can't wait to share it with you. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait to see it. Well, let's move in a little bit to, to the current market. You know, we're going into a market we entered into 2021. Uh, you know, don't hold me exactly to it, but almost half the inventory of what we've had traditionally. And I think yeah. you've some data all the way back to 2017 that showed that each year there's kind of been a reduction. Yeah, in fact, there's uh, been a reduction uh, year over year since, since we came out of the bubble burst. So 2011. Each year, fewer and fewer homes available. And in fact, we're at about a third of where we would be, you know, mid, mid decade, a normal time. So normally you come into the year with like um, a million homes, single family homes on the market. And right now we're at 350, 340,000, almost nothing. It's amazing. Amazing. Now there's a per perfect storm. You know, uh, folks uh, were concerned about COVID and maybe people coming in the home. And so that backed out. We had some lenders who, who pulled back on building permits, but we've had these low, incredible interest rates combined with professional jobs, uh, many that haven't been affected. So you still have folks that have purchasing power and all of that has come together to create strong demand and, and, and no supply. Yeah, that's right. And you know, the, the, the big trends, so we had COVID and the, the pandemic impact, but the big trends are predate the pandemic. Okay. Uh, so we've had, you know, low interest rates for a decade. The average of the last 10 or 11 years is 4%. And uh, when, when rates are in the threes, um, all of a sudden it becomes a really affordable transaction to when I go to buy my second house, I keep my first one for an investment property. Both those payments are low. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, each time, each year that, you know, more and more people do that, then, then those homes aren't listed for sale. There's fewer and fewer homes listed for sale. And then of course we have some institutional buyers have been going over that time as well, building, buying up single family homes. And so um, because rates have been so low, it's been a really good decade to do that transaction, to just buy the second one, hold the first one right. and double up. And, um, you know, there are seven, eight million more homes that moved from resale market into rental only in the last oh. decade. Wow. So and it, we're building some wealth through real estate. That's right. I feel like it's been a good idea, but the downside or the, you know, the, the, the impact is that there are many, many fewer for sale. Now in the last year, rates tanked even further. And, and all of a sudden, you know, at 2.8%, you know, having two loans is the same as it cost for one loan right. not that long ago. Yeah. So I might as well just buy the second house. And yeah. now I own two. Um, the one time in the la in the decade when we had year over year uh, inventory increase was at the end, uh, the beginning of 20, 
19, we had eight months in 2018 of rising rates. And we went from 3.8% to 4.8%. And in that, that climb created year over year inventory increase for the whole first time in the, in the whole decade. And so, um, so it's really been an interest rate driven phenomenon. And then COVID did some weird things on top of it. But, but the fact is money is as cheap as it's ever been. Yeah, and that's a long-term trend. So the other trend, uh, uh, Mike, to talk about is millennials. I think there's somewhere near 70 million uh, in the population and the millennials are coming into home buying age, right? That's correct. So yeah, the, the, and, and when people ask me about, you know, can this last? Can this boom time last? You know, obviously interest rates will do what they do, but demand wise, you know, millennials, there are more millennials than any other generation, even, even the boomers. And they are now 35, the first of them are 35, and that's peak home buying years. Um, the millennials were famously slower to, to buy than, than boomers, but they also had lower selection. The boomers were holding on to multiple properties. And so the, the market has been tougher for them, but they're now, you know, mid thirties, peak earning and peak home buying years. So we have really a solid five, 10 years of that demand still to come. Still to come. And so that's bullish, you know, for the next decade. Yeah. So based on the data you see, I mean, what would you be coaching and advising real estate professionals or consumers? What, what's, what's your outlook for 2021? What would you, let's say for me, what would you be telling me as a, as either a real estate professional or, or as a, a consumer? So as a, um, the question I get, you know, one of the questions I get all the time is, is it going to last? And so that, that, you know, that demand curve is, is really encouraging. Um, the, the, um, you know, the other question, you know, I have a lot of folks now uh, asking, you know, should I wait? Um, and and uh, the, the fact of the matter is because as rates are really low right now, um, while yes, um, home prices have been climbing and yes, um, you know, there's competition out there. Payments are actually, you know, your affordability is actually better than it was a year ago because rates have come down so far, like so dramatically in that year. So, um, so in that sense, the, um, you know, the, the opportunities are still there and they still make a lot of sense. Um, for, for real estate professionals, you know, there are, you know, we have, uh, we have a millennial buyer opportunity and we may finally be getting to a point where we have boomers who are ready to unload some of these assets as the boomers go to 75, 80 years old, we now, you know, fingers crossed, have that kind of opportunity to, well, like capitalize on that, on that equity um, and be able to do some generational change in the, in the property. So um, we have some, uh, hopefully some, some opportunities going on there. And, and maybe some of the institutional investors that own some big blocks may, may decide that, hey, the return has hit their thresholds and, and unleash some of the inventory they're holding for rentals. That, you know, that'd be interesting to see. Um, yeah, and that may be, uh, you know, we, while home prices surged this year, um, in a lot of places, rents did not. Right. So, you know, we, we had a shift to buying. Um, and so if you're a big institutional 
rental company, maybe uh, if that trend holds, that that then says let's uh, you know capitalize on uh, you know on the asset rather than on the you know if revenue is declining per asset. Yeah, and so for the real estate professional working the non-owner occupied and having conversations with this is a great use of your time. And, and if you're a consumer and you own some rental properties, you may want to talk to a real estate professional and, and see what's possible. Yes, for sure, for sure. Now, tell them a little bit. I know if we go to Altos uh, Research, your website, we can download a, a kind of a, a white paper on how to use it and, and why it yep. matters. Yes, we have a, we wrote a, we wrote an ebook for agents and it's, it's about how to use real estate data in your business. Um, and when, and when we talk about, you know, we talk about the numbers and people, especially right now, everybody wants to know what's going on. So, you know, at Altos, the thing we do is you, you, we, the data comes out every week and you can, you know, as an email, as a lead nurture, a long-term lead nurture, um, and, and immediate lead follow-up, you have this opportunity to, you know, put, put the reports in your, in your, your spheres inbox, um, to put it into social media and click through and convert them from you know friend to actually somebody who's uh, interested in transacting um, using that market data. So everybody's interested in how's the market, what you know what's going on. I've got an opinion about you know, and so um, so you get really high open rates on it. So our ebook teaches about not just about how to read the data, but also how about how to communicate the data and when to use it, when to use it in the listing presentation and you know, scripts for the conversation on the phone. So we've captured all that in the big ebook. And so um, at, at Altos Research, you can just go grab it and, you know, connect with us and and uh, and learn those things. Yeah, download it. Now, maybe I'll put you on the spot. If 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 I had a uh, webinar where I got a couple hundred of our agents on it, would you, you come and maybe spend 30 minutes with us and walk us through the ebook? For sure, absolutely, we'd love to. Okay, love so to we're gonna get that session booked. Uh, here in the next couple of weeks, because that, that would certainly be powerful uh, for all of us to, to, to increase our skill of how to, how to appropriately use this data uh, with consumers in, in the marketplace. Yeah, I find, you know, there's a, there's a, a handful of uh, agents who are like, you know, in the data, um, but there's a lot of us who are, you know, like, you know, the, what's the chart? What do I say? Like, there's a lot of questions like that. And so we can, you know, teach how to answer that. And really like, like a lot of the things, you know, having some of the scripts in front of us makes it really, um, you know, effective that way. Well, cause for so many of us, it's just not natural. And, and what you do is make it easy and natural for, for those that it doesn't come easy to us that we can use it and explain it effectively without having to be, you, you know, the data geek. That's right. That's exactly right. We're the data geeks. You don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, any last words of wisdom before we wrap up this episode? Oh, let's see. Well, um, here's looking to a nice fast recovery for Texas, for the people of Texas, uh, 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 you know, after the big uh, storms this week. And, um, you know, I think we have, so we're in this crazy period, all kinds of craziness going on. And information is the antidote to fear. And so consumers are afraid to transact. Consumers are, they don't know what to expect. They have all kinds of crazy opinions about what the market might look like. And, and that's the power of using the data. And so, you know, if you get that opportunity, make sure you put it in people's hands. And that's uh, altos.re. Uh, uh, yep, or altosresearch.com. 
Either one. There we go. Either one. All right. Well, with that, we'll wrap up this episode. Mike, thanks for pouring into us today and sharing all your knowledge. Mark, always a pleasure. Talk to you soon.